Park either. What? Are you for real? We can't live oh, well. without them. I knew I Whatever happens, happens. Storytime with Berta was filmed in front of a live studio audience. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you all very much for coming. My name is Berto, and welcome to Storytime with Berto. Today we have a very special guest. It's someone I, clo I hold very close to my heart, someone I admire very deeply. Uh, one of my best friends for the past five years. We've been through a lot together. We've been through high school, COVID, now in college, and we still see each other several times a month. Um, almost a fiance, I may add. <laughs> Uh, we have John Lasinski in the house. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Berto. It's, uh, it's an honor to be on your podcast. Never mind the first episode. I'm truly, deeply honored. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, let's get straight to it. John, they don't know you like I do. Give them a little rundown, a little, a little rough sketch of who you are as a person. All right. Yeah. Um, I am currently a nursing student at Rhode Island College. Going into my, I'm in my senior year, and I'm doing a student nursing internship at the Miriam Hospital in Providence. Oh, very nice, very nice. Congratulations. Are you, uh, it's pretty scary to be a senior, huh? It is terrifying. It's, <laughs> it's so scary. It's stressful, but you know, everyone makes it through. Yeah. Um, so a nursing student, that's, some may say a lot of work, maybe <laughs> too much even. Um, why did you decide to get into nursing? So that's that's a question I've been getting asked a lot lately, especially with the internship. I started up this summer, and all the nurses have been asking me that, and I, I don't really have a good answer for them at the time, but I thought I thought about it a lot, and I really wish it was it was a really nice, sweet like I want to I want to help people, you know, but so you don't want to help people? No, I do. I oh, do. okay, okay. <laughs> I we just gotta clarify. That's just like that's sprinkled in there. That's just not the deep drive, but. Uh, growing up, my my brother and my cousins, they were they were always watching Dragon Ball Z, and they were like the older cousins, like the the cool ones, you know what I mean? And so I I like idolized that, and I saw these these characters in the show, and all these dudes are jacked, absolutely chiseled, like six pack, twenty five inch arms, just ballooned, you know? Mm. And I said, I want to be like that. I want to be Piccolo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Start painting yourself green. <laughs> I'd like I'd look in the mirror at my six year old body and I you know, I was like sixty five pounds, I was a run. You know what I mean? Mm. But but no, so so that really launched my journey into fitness and it really it turned into a love, honestly. I can't imagine not having some sort of exercise in my life. It's just so part of my my routine now. And and that grew into love for nutrition. And from there, medicine, like just seeing the way everything affects the body and, and all the different systems, how they all work together. And I really like that and pairing it with, I love talking to people. I, th I think I have pretty good social skills and I think it's a really good balance between the two where I can combine my knowledge on the science side with just people skills. Yeah, which is very important. Like having good people skills, which for you, I mean, you're a hyper social. 
Uh, you talk to like anybody that moves, and even if they don't, you've talked to statues before. Um, <laughs> it's very important in that type of field because a lot of the times people that go to hospitals don't feel loved, you know, don't feel like they're being taken care of. They feel more of a, as a chore. When I went to the ER this summer, which it was nothing serious, thank God, there was this one lady and she had like this high level of, I don't know if it was dementia or she was just kind of losing mm. it. You know, she was old. Um, and she was having a horrible time. She kept screaming, asking the nurses to help. She was getting very mad until one nurse, you know, just like sat with her. Like she stood in front of her bed with a little, you know, those stress toys that you squeeze yeah. and she would like give it to her and she was like, all right, throw it. And she would just throw it. And those 10 minutes, that little interaction just had the lady smiling for the no next, kidding. like, until I left. So it's very important to have good people skills and, you know, actually care about what you're doing, even though it just sprouted out of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, but you said lifting is one of your big passions. Absolutely. When did you start? I started lifting probably, I want to say sixth or seventh grade. I get in early. Really? Is that why you're short? <laughs> Stunted bike. You're like an inch taller. Than me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was going to the gym way before I could drive. I would remember so clearly, like summer, even winter days, I would be running. It's like a mile and a half uphill to the YMCA. I would go, I would get my lift, and I have almost no idea what I'm doing. I was just picking things up, having a good time. But. And then I, I would run back home, and that was great. I got my cardio in, I got the weights going, and I would do that for years and years and years. Mm. All like, throughout high school kept me in really good shape for wrestling, so I did that throughout all four years, too. Oh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Went to all states. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I did pretty good. I've always wondered this. You know, like you said, you're very fit. And you have really good people skills. Thanks, Why man. did you never, you know, try to follow this wave that's happening right now of becoming like a fitness influencer or like having a social media presence? Oh, man. I that's mean, I know you question. used to. Yeah. And then you decided to drop it. <laughs> Want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Okay. I had I had my my brief wave of TikTok fame back in the day. It was uh, it was really during COVID time. I think that's what sparked a lot of it was um, I just I needed to get. I need to have an outlet and I had all this creativity built up and me and you on we made a lot of videos together, but I would just do like stupid joke, little skits on the internet, post them. And for some reason people loved it. And I really enjoyed that, honestly, just cause it was my time to be myself and it wasn't like no one else had a say on what I posted or what I did. Mm -hmm. And some of them, some of them were like a little out there, but Everything has its audience. <laughs> Everything does have its yeah. audience. There's one that you have that's very popular that I don't understand why yeah. you still have it up. Yeah, no, um, I think yeah, I should take that down. Yeah, <laughs> that Charlie Chaplin uh, <laughs> cosplay didn't go too well. It was misinterpreted. <laughs> it was very misinterpreted. Yeah. But yeah, you had like, you had an audience. You met a lot of people through it. I remember one yeah. time I uh, came to your house and you were like, yeah, I have like a Zoom session with like all these people that want to see <laughs> yeah. like my PowerPoint presentation. That was crazy. And for you to be getting that after just starting, you know, a social media platform yeah. for what, like four or five months? Not even. I was, <laughs> I was maybe like, like two months into it. <laughs> I had like nine videos up. Mm -hmm. That was it. And people loved it. Yeah. Why didn't you just keep going with it? I don't know. I mean, I think, I think life got busy. 
COVID and ended. I didn't. Yeah, COVID ended. <laughs> <laughs> COVID ended. I had stuff to do, and, and I just didn't make time for it like I should have been. Mm. Yeah, those days were crazy back then. When that was nuts. The only thing we had to worry about in COVID was just running around and irving skateboards that was kind of a dream i'm not gonna it lie it was we so had... fun we would just bump good <laughs> yeah. music hurt ourselves for like a few hours a day and then just at the hang gym out. at the gym oh at the gym <laughs> yeah no he hits me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah most people always dream for that i yeah. mean i know like as bad as it may be i have friends that have been posting regularly and nothing's been hitting yeah if you have that much like power to reach out to people and build a connections that you did and the friendships that you know you harvested it's kind of surprising that you didn't keep going with it yeah and do you think you could be one of those hot like tiktok nurses now <laughs> i really hope not i don't like even if if that's something that could happen i don't think i would want to take what's left of the page and put it that way mm. i think i want to keep it as just like a silly for fun every once in a while type of thing yeah and I fully agree with that, but uh, John, we've been getting word from uh, the director that we're about to go into a commercial break, so we will be right back. All right, and we're back from commercial break. John, I, I can't help but notice that when I went to your bathroom, there's a bucket full of hair. <laughs> I want to assume human, but I just don't know why you Mostly, have that. Yeah, um... So, so during COVID, I started cutting my, my dad and my brother's hair just because, you know, like we, we didn't want to go out. We couldn't go to the barber shop. So I watched a YouTube video once in 2020 and I've just been cutting hair since I've cut your hair. I've cut, I cut for a lot of my friends now. Just this morning, I had this kid drive from like, it's like 40 minutes away somewhere in Rhode Island and I cut his hair down here. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Did you like, he had to pay you? Yeah, he did. How much Absolutely. do you charge? Uh, I mean, you know, it's different. It's different for friends. I'll, I'll always cut him a deal. All right, John. So it is story time. Um, I feel like the audience is excited to know what the theme is for today. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to give me one story that you would tell your kids as a piece of advice. Okay. The The first thing that comes to my mind is a lot of cautionary tales. Mm. I can't lie. It's just a lot of stupid stuff I have done that I would not want them to do. But one thing that really stuck with me, and we kind of got a deep dive into my high school mind here. But So during my junior year, I met people who have become like two of my closest friends to this day. I still talk to them all the time. And they really took me to a really good mindset. Like I got just, I was just a very happy, positive person all the time. Cause we were always joking around doing stupid stuff and they graduated that next year. And so I went into my senior year without them, not really having a bunch of friends in the school. And I was just still that stupid funny person that I I just would make myself laugh and I would have a great time. And there was this one day where it was spirit week. I think I forget what the theme was. It might've been like, like greaser day. So I think it was that actually. Yeah. And oh yeah. <laughs> no, like TikTok. I didn't know that. where you were taking yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was greaser day 
And right off the jump, like, I knew I didn't have anything to wear. I was like, I kind of just don't want to do that. So I grabbed, I had like a, a costume from the dollar store from a couple months before. And I put on a big coconut bra and a and a flower necklace and a grass skirt. And I brought my ukulele into school dressed in this, this full Hawaiian fit. And I just told everyone, I was like, oh, I got the day wrong. <laughs> Hawaii day was not on the schedule. We never had a Hawaiian no, day. It was never in the question. It's not like it was the day before. And it wasn't like, even like pep rally day. It was just yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. And so I was just like talking to my friends, whatever, in the cafeteria. And this one teacher that I got really close with, she came up to me and she was like, first of all, just making fun of me. She was like, what are you, stupid? <laughs> you're, dressed, you're wearing a coconut bra. It's greaser day. And, uh, Were you wearing a shirt under? Yeah. No, I oh, had a okay. shirt. I had a shirt. <laughs> just the bra. Yeah. No underwear, just a, just a grass <laughs> skirt. <laughs> But she she comes up to me and she says, you realize everyone in the cafeteria is staring at you right now. And truthfully, I, I looked her dead in the eye and said, I had no idea. And I did not care. I was doing my own thing. I was making people laugh. I was having fun. And and people would come to me. like I would reconnect with people years after high school. And they've talked to me about that day. <laughs> and how that just really made them smile. That stuck with a lot of people. And it, it felt like a really pure moment to me. Like me just being myself was able to bring that much joy to people. And it really taught me, don't care what people think. Be you, do what you want to do, and just spread positivity in the world. And that's something I would really hope my kids learn. That's really sweet. That's a nice story. I had kind of forgotten about that. <laughs> um, but that is extremely sweet. And I'm sure you know this, but... For me, I wasn't really a social person in high school. I would keep to my own. Right. I would just do my thing, come home, and just chill. Um, and ever since I started like being friends with you, I've become this like open person. Like people see me in school and they smile, they get excited. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, Birdo's here," you know that type of stuff. And I want you to know that I learned that from you, and all that kind of like rubbed off and made me the person I am today. So I would like to thank you for that. It's a great story to tell your kids. Thank you, um, I think for me, I would try to teach them about the importance of family. And I have a thousand stories about that since, you know, I've moved around and I've always been really close to my parents and my sister. Um, but I would tell them this one story of when I was in high school, I used to work for uh, this horse farm. It was called Rice and Hope Farms and it was in the Big Red Barn in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Uh, it was this like gross, dirty little place that like looked nice in pictures, but the inside was just barren. Um, and I worked with horses. I would like clean their stalls. I would... You know, I would brush them. I would take them out for walks, you know, everything that a barn like back would do. Um, and my boss had this program where she would teach people with disabilities or special needs how to ride because it's very therapeutic for them. And the horses have this kind of like sense where they like are more gentle with those type of people. Um, so it was really sweet. And then when I got into the program, like she was like, hey, like we might need some help in lessons, just making sure that people don't fall. And that all the kids are okay, they're safe, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, they're all going to be kids. I honestly am terrified of kids, you know. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't really deal with them. <laughs> they come up to me like, oh, you're like, can I hold your hand? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but I did my best. I was still very shy back then. Um, so I did my best. And one time, I remember it was cold. It was like 
probably January. It was like disgusting how the roads were horrible to get through. And I was there, it was like nine in the morning. And my boss, Jenny, she comes up to me and she's like, um, hey, we have this uh, one person coming in today. His name is Steve. He has uh, he has Down syndrome. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know they're very happy people. So I was like, oh, it's going to be a fun day. And she's like, yeah, he's actually like 54 years old. And once I got that information, like my first thought was like, I know that people with Down syndrome usually don't live for that long. So I was like, I didn't really know how the whole thing is going to work. He comes in and he's the happiest person I've ever known. You know, he gives me a hug. He tells me his name, that he's excited. He's talking to the horse as we're like brushing him and like telling him the plan for today. Uh, his name was Steve. And we get, you know, through the lesson, I kind of like threw out my shoulder trying to like get him up in the horse. <laughs> um, but he had a great time and they kept coming after that. And I realized that, Every time he would come with this old man, which I assume was his father. And it never really clicked until like the third time I saw Steve that I was like, whoa, like, you're pretty old. How old is your dad? And his dad it was like reaching 90s. Wow. Could not walk without the little like, um, the four. The walker. Yeah. yeah. Can I like walk without his walker? And he was taking his son to like a barn full of rocks, full of dirt, like, it's really not okay to be, like, walking in, in there like that, wow. and he would drive him. He drove? Yeah, he still drove. Wow. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely unreal. He had this, like, olive color, like, Jetta. It was actually <laughs> kind of nice. Um, and he drove him, and I just thought, like, this man looks so tired, but I know he's not allowing himself to go because he has to take care of Steve. Wow. And for me, that is, like, the purest form of, like, love and family and how it doesn't matter how old you get or what you guys are going through. You always got to be there. And I feel like that's a story I would definitely tell my kids. Um, that's that's amazing. Yeah. It's, it was awesome. I, I hope they're doing okay now. Um, but, yeah. John Lasinski, thank you very much for coming on this very first episode of... Birdo's story time or story time with Birdo. <laughs> John Lusinski, thank you very much for coming. Thank you, man. Um, we really appreciated you. Uh, you gave a really good story. You told us a little bit about yourself. Uh, any last words? I just want to say uh, God bless America. Gentlemen, start your <laughs> engines.